everyone's an important piece of the puzzle and has a role to play. When you're on God's team, no one sits on the bench. On God's team, there is no bench. Yay! Welcome! I'm so excited to be with you today. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over these last couple of years, what we really need is 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. And I'm so thankful for three ladies that helped me put this show together. They're doing something every single day to help to put this show together. And I am so thankful to Denise Brewer, Terry Strange, and my sister, Tammy Wagner. If it wasn't for these three ladies, there's no way that this show would be possible. And I cannot wait for you to see the show today. Wow. Okay. There are so many moving pieces. We were going through it over and over again because uh, there's so many things that the Lord is speaking and in um, like different subject matters. And so I'm excited to share that with you because some of that's new. I haven't seen uh, in the prophetic report before. And so really excited about it. I also want to do a shout out to Mike Lindell. If it wasn't for Mike Lindell, the show wouldn't be possible. When you go to MyPillow.com and you use promo code FLYOVER, you get up to 66% off on your purchases. So it's helping Mike. It helps you. It helps the Flyover conservatives. And so we are so thankful for that. Obviously, all the incredible sales that they typically have at MyPillow, we've been seeing this over and over again. But I want to ask you, what are your favorite products at MyPillow.com? Put it in the notes below as well as, or in the, in the comments below, as well as uh, why you like them. We are going to be making a new commercial and we might be using your uh, tips or your thoughts for the commercial. So let us know your favorite products and why you like them at MyPillow.com. I also want to talk about something else. Mike Lindell has an event coming up August the 16th and the 17th. Um, it is the Plan Revealed. It's an election summit. And uh, we were on a Zoom call with him uh, maybe a week and a half ago, and he was talking about this event. He was very excited because I just want everybody to know um, they haven't forgotten about past elections and future elections. There is a lot of effort, a lot of uh, People's financial, they truly, Mike Lindell has put a ton of money into it personally in just making sure that these elections are secure. And this event that he's having, he's so excited about it because he really does believe that there's going to be something historical that's revealed at this event. And you can go in person, but you can also attend online. If you would like to do that, if you'd like to be able to watch it online, if you go to lindellevent.com, lindellevent.com, there's a place that you can register your email and you can put uh, the, the uh, referral code flyover. When you do, you're going to get a free gift immediately from Mike Lindell. And what this also enables you to do is watch this event that's coming up um, April the 16th and the 17th. That's 13 days away, not too far from now. I can't believe we're in the month of August. And so when you go there, it allows you to be able to watch this event and see what's been happening and what the elections can look like for 2020 which obviously are very important. And also what happened in 2020, and man, we are still praying and believing for that to be fixed 
in Jesus' name. And so exciting times there and very thankful for Mike Lindell for everything that he's doing to help to save our country. There's four things we always say on the show. First thing is, this is the best time to be alive, that we were born for such a time as this. Not a thousand years ago, not a hundred years from now. We are alive right now during this time. And we're going to see things of biblical proportion, things you only read about in the Bible, we get to experience during our lifetime. Second thing is that Trump will be back. He will have two terms. That has been prophesied since 2007. We heard it in 2010, and we've heard it from so many different prophetic voices still today that are standing firm that he is anointed and that he will have two uh, presidencies. And so we are believing in that in Jesus' name. And so we are calling him back. Next thing is, is that there's going to be a transference of wealth from the wicked to the righteous. And truly, I'm just praying. I've actually been studying. I've been writing down a bunch of scripture um, about sowing and reaping and what the Lord has been telling me about this transference of wealth that's coming. And something I wanted to point out is he said to me the other day on the 20th of July, he said, seed time and harvest, seed time and harvest. He said this three times, seed time and harvest. It is time for the harvest. The seeds have been sown, whether good or bad, and now is the time to reap the harvest. Judgment is upon the earth for the righteous and the wicked. If good seeds were sown, the harvest will be plentiful and flowing in abundance. For the weeds and tares comes vindication and punishment. What most people do not understand is that they are always sowing. Words, thoughts, actions are always sowing. And it really hit me at that time. The Lord is speaking about... um about tithing. He's speaking about our words. He's speaking about the things that we do on a daily basis. He's speaking about the beliefs in our minds. All of those things are seed time and harvest. It's sowing and reaping. But this transference of wealth that's coming is going to be humongous. It's going to be taking the wicked, the money from the wicked, and transferring it to the righteous into the hands of the people that are going to be bringing the kingdom to earth by partnering with our Heavenly Father unbelievable what's going to be coming there. Next thing is, is that um, there's going to be a billion soul harvest. A billion people are going to come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. A billion people. I can't even comprehend what that looks like, but imagine it's not about a pastor standing in front of a church. It's about you and I going out, laying hands on the sick, praying for them, seeing them healed and saying, how did you do that? And saying, I didn't do it. That was God who did that. Jesus prayed for, uh, paid for that over 2000 years ago and you are receiving it today. And he wants you to know him as your personal Lord and savior. We're going to be able to experience that, witness that and share the gospel everywhere that we go. And a billion people are going to come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and savior. It's absolutely amazing. All right, so what are the prophets saying? Okay, this is huge, so buckle up, because there are a lot of things here, a lot of moving parts, and I'm so excited for you to see what God has to say through all the different prophetic voices. I know a lot of you watch the prophets, and I love it when you're responding, say, oh, I saw that, but I didn't know that it, it connected over here with another prophetic word that was given. And so I love to see these puzzle pieces come together and what God is saying through all of these different prophetic voices. All right, so the first one I want to bring up is Tim Sheet from Oasis Church. Uh, this was from July the 30th, so it was Sunday of 2023. But he actually came back to a prophetic word from June the 4th of 2023 that he gave 
The same day in Omaha, Nebraska, Hank Kuhneman gave a prophetic word using the same words of reset. Same words, same day. And then finally, two days later, um, Gina Golston shared a dream um, with the Oasis Church that goes right along with it. So check this out. It's so powerful. Now, I'm going to read you a portion of a prophetic word I gave on June the 4th here that kind of set up the June, July, and August thing for shaking and reset. I'm going to read it because on June the 4th in Omaha, Nebraska, Hank Kuhneman also gave a prophetic word at the same time that Sunday morning that, that I gave this one. I talked to Hank about this yesterday afternoon. Um, but you just can't pass this over. Again, we've got to go over things and then you can pray them with strategy and insight and faith. But I'm going to read what I declared here on June 4th. Then I'm going to declare what he de- declared on June 4th simultaneously, maybe a couple hours behind. And then Carol's going to read a dream Gina had on June the 6th, two days later. We got to listen and pay attention, discern our times and declare it into the atmosphere. God is doing something that he's wanting us to be a part of and declare. June 4, 23, and I know some of you have heard it, but I don't remember a lot of it myself. I have to go over it. I will now deal with the oppression of my people. I will move swiftly and with jealous aggression with my first responders, pioneers, for I have heard their cries and I will break the hold of the taskmaster's rule. Though they bowed their necks in stubborn resistance, I will lead them with nose rings to their place of destruction, like oxen to the slaughter. You can, you can see God if you're spiritually minded. You can look at what's happening and you can see he's got a nose ring. He's pulling him right where he wants them. And they're trying to resist, but they can't. He's too big. He's too smart. I will pull them to stalls of disgrace. The commanding influence of the oppressor's curse will break from the hearts of my people. The disheartening crack of the taskmaster's whip will no longer be heard by my sons and daughters. They will not carry the burden of their oppressors. They will not toil for their enemy's gain. They will not work as slaves of cultural brutality. They will not glean empty fields because they worship me. No, they will own the fields where they have gleaned. The breaking sound heard by my triumphant remnant will be the cracking sound of their oppressor's authority shattering. The words of their Pharaoh will be as chaff in the winds as my angels scatter their defiance, enforcing the decrees of my ecclesia. It's a lot about what this day is about. Angels are here to enforce decrees. Michael and his chariots of fire 
have received their orders. Gabriel has communicated strategies through angel armies. Breakthrough angels are now activated. Pharaoh will not have the final word. I will have the final word. Ecclesias contend in faith as I harden the hearts of your enemies for devastating defeat. Devastating defeat. Set your heart on what I say. Set your minds with faith, expecting to live in promised places. Move forward towards uh, new times and seasons I have prepared for you. Move forward into reformation I have planned for decades. Move forward into positions of authority I have ordained for you. And remember, it can't be canceled. Move forward into harvest I have ripened for you. Move forward against giant strongholds that I am uprooting. Remember, that's what the strike angels at the, at the, at the White House said. They are, they are moving to strike against Baal's root system there, the four seraphim. For I am planting new, just as my prophets have said, Move forward, pioneers, through dark wilderness and blaze the way for families to follow. Move forward, pioneers, and be pathfinders to milk and honey. Open trails to new levels of glory. Respond with me and reset history. Reset history. For know, says the Lord, the next three months, June, July, and August, will be months of great shaking, but grow reformation rapidly. No, the next three months, June, July, and August, the seeds of faith planted by my people with their decrees of faith will accelerate to fullness, producing the fruit of the seed sown, and my people will enter new times. Their decrees of faith will, will see a great shaking come and a great reset. The faith decrees they've sown will accelerate to fullness, producing the fruit of the seed that was sown, and my people will enter into times of supernatural reset. For yes, says the Lord, I am resetting lives. I am resetting the personal history of many. I am resetting the history of my ecclesia. So this is corporate but it is also individual. Many of you need a reset. Supernaturally coming. I am resetting the national history. And I will reset the history of America. My world changers are now being called to mobilize. My promises are growing to fullness. Embrace and move into the reset I have planned. Now, we don't know exactly how long that reset takes, but it's going to amp up now. Move into it. Decree your faith and activate kingdom power. Decree your faith and activate authority to reign with me. Decree your faith and activate angel armies, which we will do in a few moments. Assisting the era of supernatural reset. Decree your faith as, as Pharaoh and his armies are led to the Sea 
of their destruction. Decree your faith and move into victorious harvest. Decree your faith and move into new history. Embrace and move forward into the reset I have planned now unfolding. Now, that same morning, uh, Prophet Hank Kuhneman, Pastor Hank, on June 4, again, June 4, 23, in Omaha, he prophesied this. I didn't get hold of this till just a week or so ago, or I would have given it to you sooner. But here's what he prophesied. This is the same morning. You can't make this up. There shall be a great shaking arise at this time. Look to the places of these, uh, look to the places of these shaking, says the Spirit of God, for they will be in places where they say there is not usually seismic activity or even fault lines. But this is not what I look at by way of fault lines. I look for those who are at fault and what they have done, says the Spirit of God. Tunnels under the soil have led to much regarding children. Sex trafficking, how about the sound of Freedom Movie? Tunnels under the soil have led to much regarding children must now come to the surface and be exposed, says the Lord. There shall be great activity upon the earth in the shakings of the soil and even in the places of deep waters. Why does the earth shake in places of deep waters? Because there are those of the deep state that are in deep water with my justice, says the Lord. This will be a sign into the earth that justice and righteousness are increasing. But watch, for there will be great winds and there will be much activity in the atmosphere. And you will say, what are these winds? They will scream and say, cat five. But it is not my hand, says the Lord. Yet there are those that must arise at that time with power to speak to the wind and to the sea. That would be us. That would be the ecclesia. We're commanded and, uh, and given authority to do that. But yet there will be great displays of lightning. And they will say, these will set records in the length and the heights of these bolts. They shall strike and shall be displayed. And some, they will look and say, where did it strike? The displays that I show shall be my justice that is striking down the attacks of he who sits in the high places of the earth. The prince of the power of the air who thinks he is in control. But I only laugh at. 
And I will show displays of my lightning, but watch. There will be shakings in the atmosphere of the heavenlies, where many demonic thrones in high places are. Listen, I'll give you a sign. For you will hear my voice, and it will be the sound of thunder that will shake your windows and shake the very ground beneath you. And they will say, what is this with the thunderous noise that is coming from the skies? God says, listen to me, for you are about to see justice and righteousness that does not just affect those of you on the earth, but that which has been in the heavenlies. And now the strongholds are falling. I am the living God. I, this line, I just jumped out of my chair. I am the living God that shall reset the earth. He said it while I was saying it. Why? Because the Holy Spirit was saying it. At the same time, June 4th, same morning. I am the living God that shall reset the earth. I will bring divine reversals to give this generation of children a revolution of light. It's time to enter times of shaking, yes, but it is also a time of reset. It is a time... It is a time for the ecclesia to strike, to strike with the commands of the living God. And it's a time for angels to be on strike missions with us. Now, uh, I'll come down there. Again, I was grabbing stuff from everywhere today. And I told Carol what I was doing. She said, well, what about Gina's dream? And I'm like, Oh, yeah. Two days later, two days after June 4th, this is from Gina. She sent this in a dream, and I asked Carol to get do that, do this part. I dreamed I was walking with some people, and we came upon a large crowd of people that had gathered for some type of an outdoor event. The event was not a Christian event. It felt more like what a hippie Woodstock type of thing must be like. The location was a field that was surrounded by a forest. The grass was tall. It was a very rugged and rustic location. A stage had been built at the edge of the field under the shade of some of the trees. There was a group on the stage and they were singing. Again, it was not a Christian event. The songs had a 60s rock and roll type sound. Most of the people seemed to be under the influence of either alcohol or drugs. Suddenly, the band on the stage began to sing a spontaneous song, and instantly my spirit was drawn to hear the words. They sang, It will all be over come October, when the white-winged peregrine will fly. They will gather together to rush laws and order, and this will be the reason why. 
But fret not, my children, I will finish what I started. I've gone ahead and taken care of things. I will lead and guide you with my spirit inside you, and things will be different come spring. I looked at the people who were with me, and I asked, what are they singing? It sounds like a prophetic message. We were trying to get closer so we could understand the words better. They just kept singing the same words over and over. It was if the Spirit of the Lord had come upon them, and without the people in the crowd or even they themselves realizing it, the Lord had overtaken them, and he was releasing this prophetic message through them. They became like a broken record, just singing these words over and over. Our group was very aware that God was speaking. We quickly began trying to work our way through the tall grass and the crowd of people to get to a building nearby. We knew that there was a national prayer gathering taking place in a room inside that building, and we were wanting to get there. and tell these intercessors to come outside so that they could hear the words of this prophetic song. We felt strongly that God was revealing something very important through these words that the intercessors needed to hear so that we could begin to pray about it. Finally, we arrived at the building and got the intercessors to come outside. As we listened to the words of the song, there was a consensus that God was revealing to us that... Come October, an evil agenda would be attempted to be rushed through, but he had already gone ahead to set things in order that would bring that agenda to an end. We could feel that as God's plan would be implemented, the response of those through whom this evil agenda would be operating was not going to be pretty. It felt that for a time, there would be an evil backlash because their intentions had been thwarted. But God was declaring to us, his ecclesia, that we must not fear the backlash. He was also declaring that come spring, things would be different. Woo, I heard that and I was so encouraged. I was like, okay, Lord, this is so good. Obviously, we've played the Tim Sheets on here. I went back through my notes and I don't think I'd played the Hank Kuhneman. I did something from Flashpoint that week, but I didn't do that from the Hank Kuhneman. So, okay, so we've got the reset. I am uh, the living God that shall reset the earth. And we've heard that so many times from Tim Sheets talking about this reset that's coming. And then um, the fall time. So this is interesting about fall. So he talks about June, July, August, come September. September, really big. Uh, We also obviously heard heard about October. Spring is supposed to be a huge time uh, for that. I heard it again from Hank Kuhneman talking about the spring and 2024, what that's going to look like. Now, this is really interesting. In that same service, uh, Tim Sheets also shared another prophetic word um, that he had given, that he had gotten from the Lord last week, but he was going through talking about Gideon. And when he was, there was two things I wanted to highlight, awaken and arouse the troops in August, and we strike now. Check this out. I feel that August is a time when God is going to awaken the people of God as never before, even those that are in nominal churches, something's happening. He's going to arouse the troops. That went all through me this morning. I am hearing it in the spirit realm. Our God, our King, Holy Spirit is saying, we strike now. 
This is our season to strike. This fall, there is something about a strike of heaven. We strike now. Woo! Okay, so hold on to the reset. You're going to hear that again. And then the whole thing about August. So I went to, it was sent to me from um, one of the, I can't remember if it was Tammy or Terry or Denise, one of them sent me this from Johnny and Elizabeth Inlow. It was on their Facebook page. And I can't wait for you to hear this. So it was 20 hours ago. Uh, and it said, word of the Lord that came to me for the month of August. The zeal of the Lord will perform it. This phrase is from Isaiah 9, 7, on the tail end of the prophet telling of the birth of Jesus and his call to be ever increasing his government on earth. From Jesus's appearance and on his kingdom would be never ending and ever increasing. As to the how, the zeal of the Lord will perform it. We are in the month where the zeal of the Lord will be on display going after giants that are greater and mightier than we, but unbelievably puny when measured up against the Lord of hosts. Klaus Schwab and your demonically engorged ego watch for a tap on your shoulder from the Lord God Almighty in battle. Your forum is about to be written on by he who actually owns the earth. Your elite members and celebrities are about to be on the upside down end of the pyramid they thought they ruled. The great reset you have contended for, reset, there it is, the great reset you have contended for will be hilariously crushed by he who sits in the heavens and derides your attempt to challenge and preempt his great reset. How will this be? The zeal of the Lord will accomplish this. The same cloak of divine passion that brought Jesus into the world will now be on display as we accelerate into Jesus receiving the reward for his suffering. Wow. Okay. So obviously he's also talking about Klaus Schwab. He's talking about um, these the actors, actresses, all of those people that are in cahoots with that it was interesting because uh, Amanda Grace also had some dreams and some different things about Hollywood and what's happening there and what it'll look like in 2024. So God is really speaking about that right now. As I was going through this, it made me think of Kim Clement. Um, on June the 14th, 2014, uh, he gave a prophetic word, said, there is an uncovering of great evil, and I will start from the top. I have shaken the Democrats and will shake the Republicans even more. Remember, when these tremors and these tumultuous moments happen, Summer says, I will take it so the fall can do its work. Wow. I, mean, I just have God bumps as I think about what is happening right now and all of these prophetic words that are coming together all the way back to 2014. I mean, it's absolutely amazing. God is speaking. He's not fallen off his throne. He's not chewing his nails. He's not caught off guard. All of these things he knew were going to happen, and they're for a reason. And we are alive right now to be able to witness it. All right. Flash point on July the 30th, uh, 2023. Hank Kuhneman was speaking at this event on June the on July the 30th. I'm sorry, July the 30th on Flashpoint. And this is very powerful. Specifically at the end, I highly recommend joining in with him. And when he says, stand, I highly recommend it. When he says, touch your eyes, I highly recommend it. When he says, touch your ears, I highly recommend it. It's for us right now, and we can receive it. Check this out. In a time right now 
that God is looking for the power of agreement. If two or more agree as touching any one thing upon this earth, it will be given to us by what? Our Father which is in heaven. And I want to do this in just a moment because I really sense something. You know, how many remember when Elijah stood and he said, I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. You know, the servant didn't say, oh, I hear it too. The servant had to go see what the prophet heard. And what the problem that we're seeing right now in the United States of America and really in the earth is prophets are hearing certain things from God. They're hearing the future. They're hearing the present moment. But there's a, there's a gap between what the prophets are hearing and what the people are seeing. Otherwise, I wouldn't get stopped when I'm walking my three German shepherds and people say things like, how much longer? When are we going to see justice? When are we going to see that? And then they bring the focus always back on an individual. Will President Trump be here? Will this? And they don't realize the power that they have if they will listen to what God has already been saying, connect their faith to it and their agreement, they can begin to shift something. We are in a very prophetic moment at this time. Because, listen to me, the sound of freedom is only a natural manifestation in the sense of this. We're watching the movie and we're really realizing the reality of what has been happening behind the scenes and underneath our very eyes with the trafficking and the abuse of human lives, especially children. But you have to understand that the sound of freedom, the movie, the name, the expression is only a manifestation of something that has preceded what we're seeing. It's why the secular media, they cannot and will not embrace and call the sound of freedom movie legitimate. It's because they are standing against something that God is releasing. You know what it is? The sound of freedom that has come from the throne of Almighty God because of the prayers of you, the people. And now God has taken those prayers and He's pouring them back upon the earth. And as a result, we're seeing a visible manifestation in a movie. In the name of a movie, Sound of Freedom. Why? Because this is what God is saying to us. I hear the Spirit of God say, Listen at this time. I walk the earth, I inspect the earth, and I'm inspecting my leaders, I'm inspecting my church, and I am putting the responsibility of what I desire to do in this time to my shepherds, to my leaders, but to those who are in my church. And there is a sound that has been released from my throne, it is the sound of freedom it is the sound of righteousness and justice which is the foundation of my throne and this is in process as the living god and yet i give you a sound i give you a sign can you hear the sound you say but god what is the sound listen to me it is the sound of freedom that shall restore freedom unto this nation for it will not be governed 
governed by socialistic and Marxist spirits, says the living God. This is my nation, and I desire to bring life and liberty, truth and justice. But I need my people to hear the sound and to see what I'm doing. Listen to me. For there was a day that the prophet Elijah stood, and he said, Do you hear? What I hear, I hear the sound of abundance of rain. What was the sign that the sound had come? What was the sign that that which the prophet heard was truly a sound? God said it was a sign that would be in the elements. I speak this because at this time I already told you that this time this nation would be in triple digits. I told you ahead of time that this would mark my indignation, my anger against the injustice and what they have done to the children. Yet there was a sign in the elements of the sound that the prophet Elijah heard. It was in the elements. It was in a cloud the size of a man's hand and in the abundance of rain that would come. And so I say to you, listen very quickly. You will begin to see the heat break and there will be an unusual cool and a wind and a rain that will begin to blow. And when this happens, the enemy will desire to rise up with vengeance out of your gulf. You must rise up with authority and do not allow the winds and destruction to touch your nation. God says, I give you an understanding at this time. That the sound that I release is proof that justice is being served. I said, if you touch the children, it would be better that a millstone would be tied around your neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. And so they have caused the little ones to stumble, changing their gender, sexually exploiting them. And now God says, is my justice. Look to the signs that are in the elements and you will see this. But there will be other signs that will take place. Look to the spirit of betrayal. And this shall be upon those who have been part of lying, corruption, wickedness, thievery, treason. And God says, the whistle I blow shall cause the whistleblowers to arise with the spirit of betrayal. And they will pull back, for there is those who have the evidence of emails, thumb drives, laptops, communication, blackmails. They have it, says the living God. And this will come to the forefront and to the light that will bring a great shaking as I loose this country from the stronghold that it has been upon. But I need your agreement that even one who they say impeached, God says, do not make me laugh, I will erase it. One they say, you are indicted. Ha! I will show you what freedom looks like. I want everyone to do this right now. I want you to stand to your feet. Those of you that are watching, Father, in the name of Yeshua, 
We thank you for the justice. We thank you for righteousness that has come at this time. We lift up to you the children that God you have watched be abused, exploited, trafficked, murdered, kidnapped. Their future, their destinies have been stolen. And God, it's the same people who stand for the murdering of children in the womb that do not believe that this exists because they are guilty of the blood of those children. Yet you, the God of heaven, has seen from your royal throne as the Father of all. Therefore, now is the time of justice. Now is the release of the manifestation of freedom. And Father, I pray that you would anoint everyone's eyes in the sound of my voice as Elisha stood and anointed the eyes of the servant who thought somehow that he was outnumbered and that they would lose the war. I pray that you would give an anointing like Elisha did to that servant right now to those in the sound of my voice that they will be in tune and sync with heaven and what you are saying, what you are doing. God, show them the future. Show them the present. Show them the window of grace that you have opened, that your people, the remnant, the church would arise and embrace the mandate, the assignment that you have given at this time. Release that anointing now. Come on, just touch your eyes. Say, God, I receive the anointing, not of my might, not of my power, but by you, Holy Spirit, touch my eyes that I will see truth. I will recognize truth. I will recognize what you are doing. And I will see things according to your perspective. Now pray. I pray over your ears. Come on, touch your ears. And I pray that you will be wise in what you hear. You will be led by the Spirit of God and His anointing. Even not only what you hear, but how you hear. And you shall have ears to hear what the Spirit of God has said and what He is saying at this time. And it will pull you out of fear. It will pull you out of anxiety. And it will bring you into a place that you will be positioned by God boldly to make a difference that will shift this nation as we enter into the Jewish New Year, into a new calendar year. There is upon God's mouth 2024, I will restore, and I will give back the years of the things that have been stolen. I want you to say this, God, put your hand right now in the air, say we come into agreement with your desire, with your will, your plan for this country. We repent of our sin. We repent of being lazy. And we stand unified in the spirit of agreement for you to have your way, to have your say, to have your day. That America, its future, its present, and even this generation, especially the children, shall have their freedoms we speak by faith this shall come to pass give him a big shout of
of praise. Yes, and amen. Our children will have their freedoms. That's why we started Flyover Conservatives. We looked at our grandchildren and we thought, if we don't do something, they're not going to be free and we're going to give everything that we have, our time, our talent, our treasure, everything that we have to make sure that they are free. That is so important. And it's our job to leave this better for the next generation than we had it. That is our job. And we as Christians, we as followers of Jesus Christ, we have the authority. When Jesus died, he went to hell. He came back, rose from the dead. He gave us the keys that he stripped from Satan and said, these are yours. Now take authority. Now take this earth. It's our job right now. His kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We can bring heaven to earth in Jesus' name because he already paid for it, and it's our job. All right, so Julie Green, uh, this was a prophetic word that God gave her on a prayer call on July the 10th, 2023. She delivered it on July the 27th, 2003, and it's called, What Your Enemies Are Planning Next Will Not Stand. Check this out. He gave me this about two days ago and I, and I wrote it down and he wanted me to share it. And it says, God is rising up a mighty army. He has equipped, empowered, enlightened to rise above anything and everything that comes up against them. Use your authority over and over against them. Whenever you see something negative, pull it down. Whenever you hear something negative, pull it down. Whenever you get overwhelmed with something that you're seeing that's going on in your news or what's going on in the church or what's going on in your life, you pull it down by my name. I have said, use my authority. Your enemies are planning something so horrific, so big and so disgustingly bad. But you can pull it down where it annihilates it and it doesn't even exist. This is a time to know who you are with me. This is a time to know your authority. This is a time right now to start getting into my word and start using it forcefully. Remember, my word is a weapon, a weapon against your enemy. Use it forcefully against him. My children, this is a time of eruptions of eruptions, of great and mighty eruptions because of the corruption. Great and mighty eruptions because of corruption versus travailing at the amount of corruption, the amount of sin, the amount of evil and lies that is going forth But I say this day, speak my words 
Get on your knees and pray. Don't put up with your enemy's plans. Don't put up with his symptoms. Don't put up with that pain. Don't put up with the things that are going on in your families or the things that are going on in your relationships or the things that are going on in your finances. Don't put up. But you use my word forcefully against it and you command these things to come down that are against you. I'm saying this again to remind you kind of authority you authority you actually have. You have actual authority to change your life, to change what you see, to change what you hear, to change what you feel, to change governments, to change laws. Something significant is about to take place. Remember these words. Remember your place. Your place of authority with me. Don't put up with these things anymore. Use my word to change your nations. I told you governments will collapse in a day. It's already started and more will continue. You are getting your nations back. You're getting your freedoms back. So keep declaring, rejoice, sing, sing praises unto me. Destroys your enemy. Saith the Lord. Wow. You know, as I was going through this, um, I just feel like just through every one of these prophetic words, there's this thread of almost repeating itself of what happened in Egypt with the Israelites. And, um, you know, the Israelites were in Goshen and Egypt was there and these plagues came and all of these different things happened. And then they leave they get to the Red Sea, the Red Sea parts. I just feel like all of these things, uh, there's like this little thread that's finally woven uh, through this. And um, this is an interesting prophetic word that the Lord gave Robin Bullock at Church International. He delivered it on July the 30th, 2023. He received it earlier that morning, and it does have to do with uh, basically putting the blood of Jesus over our homes as the death angels passing because the plagues are here. Check this out. I want you to listen to this. I don't know when the Lord gave you that message because you, we don't discuss things like that. Last week, she was going to preach it last week. I didn't know that. I didn't know the message. But this morning before daylight, I was riding in the dark kind of and the Lord said this to me he said the trial for righteousness it has begun he said it is not to come into your family circles this is a spiritual trial it's on morals morality he said guard it 
what he was talking about is the trial for righteousness has begun and it's going to be tried for what in the earth now what's right who's right who's wrong and this trial for righteousness has been set forth in the earth by the Lord himself and he said don't let it come in your family keep your family right you keep your family moral you do the right thing because it's right then do it right because the world's about to be judged whether they're righteous or not you're about to see things and high people that you think were untouchable they're about to be tried for righteousness and if that's kind of this is what it's like it's like when that angel came through Egypt it came by God's people's houses too there was only one difference between that house and the world you have to now decide because the trial for righteousness it has begun you know what that means people are being weighed situations are being weighed governments are being weighed the handwriting is on the wall the trial for righteousness has begun wow okay so being prepared setting ourselves apart because the lord's going to do amazing things among us but we have to set our ourselves apart just like that seed time and harvest that i shared earlier that the lord had given me back in july Okay, so I want to share this. This is so interesting. Again, God just keeps unfolding, keeps unfolding. Uh, this morning, I received a prophetic word from my sister. Is um, It's interesting. Rachel Ham is a friend of ours. She's not considered a prophet, but she definitely has a prophetic voice. Um, she definitely hears the Lord. She shared many dreams on her channel, um, Rachel Ham. Uh, but she received this on August the 1st is when she delivered it, 2023, and you're going to hear uh, things about President Trump, you're going to hear things about the bear, and then you're going to hear things about the Egyptian plagues. Check this out. Hey, I wanted to just come on here real quick because my husband and I both had dreams last night uh, about Trump and about a bear that was stalking its prey. And as we woke up and prayed and assessed, we really felt like it was something about the country. It wasn't about us personally. And we began praying for Trump, for the nation, and really just trying to assess, like, okay, why do we have these dreams and what are we supposed to do about it? And then, you know, in seeing the indictments that just came down with Trump, I just feel like um, the enemy is overplaying his hand, which is frustrating. I know. It's like, okay, I don't want another false sense of hope or a feel-good message I don't want that. I'm not giving that. What I am telling you is that in my dream, Trump was stronger than ever. And he came onto the scene and then he left for a while, changed, and then came back onto the scene and was stronger and better. And um, in the dream, I actually hugged him and I could feel how he had lost some fat and gained muscle and was super strong. And so I, I just really, and then my, my husband had dreams about bears, like these big grizzly bears stalking their prey. And, and um, it's kind of, it was kind of a long dream, so I'm not going to go into the whole dream. But but long story short, it was that the enemy was at work stalking, stalking his prey. That's what he does, right? He circles around looking for who he can devour. So that's that's who he is. 
So, um, so as we really assessed the dreams and why we both had them, and we both had like an uneasy feeling this morning, like the enemy is really like up to something, like what's going on. So we, we prayed together and, um, you know, we had some weird things happen in our house, which as I've mentioned before, I tend to kind of have a prophetic life. So right now I'm dealing with a ton of opposition, uh, just one obstacle after another, I already mentioned that in my last show, and then I thought I had overcome those obstacles, and I'm right back to where I started from, where I filmed a whole new show, and then my computer said that it was full, and that it could not process the data, and all this, it's it's just, it's one thing after another, and so that's what I'm dealing with, and that probably means that you're also dealing with stuff, right, That, that as a nation, we are really in a time of a lot of warfare. But, um, but we had something happen in our house that was really interesting and I think prophetic. So we have had an infestation of flies. I mean, just tons of flies. Like, like as in, like we're killing upwards of 50, five zero uh, flies a day in the house, killing them. And then the other day, a couple days ago, my husband wakes up and he comes back into the bedroom. He's like, He's like, it's the weirdest thing just happened. He's like, guess what was in the kitchen? And I said, what? And he said, a frog. It was a frog hopping across the kitchen floor. Like, how in the world would a frog have gotten into our house in the middle of the night? We're like, oh, so weird. Okay, whatever. Throw the frog out. No big deal. Well, like an hour later, I'm in the living room and a frog goes hopping across the living room floor. So I was telling my son, good grief. You know, we've got all these flies. It's been super annoying and frustrating. And now frogs. He goes, mom, it's the Egyptian plagues. And I was like, you're right, it is. And so I later I was talking to a friend and she said, hey, I was talking to a client and they said that this morning they woke up to their whole property being covered in locusts. I'm like another one of the Egyptian plagues. So I went back, reread, even though I feel like I've read it a zillion times, the story of the Israelites being led out of Egypt. Egypt. And you know what? The the one verse that really struck me and, and kind of leapt out at me when I read it was how how God intentionally allowed the the difficult period to be prolonged so that His glory would be multiplied. And I just kind of stopped, and it was like, that's where we are right now. Like we are in a prolonged period of frustrating, oppressing times of plagues going from one difficulty and plague to another. And uh, there's rumors of another one getting ready to be released and fall, you know, more, more attempts to control, make us ill, depopulate, blah, blah, blah. And so um, it's prolonged, like, right? Like where, where is the Red Sea moment? Cause we've heard it's coming. I've believed it's coming. I really have. I mean, I've really felt like we are living kind of in that Exodus moment where we're going to be leaving Egypt and going into the promised land or at least have the opportunity to. Not all of us will. Right? And we saw what happened with Israel. Let's let's learn our lessons. Let's not grumble. Remember, we've talked about that before. Let's not grumble. Let's not complain. Let's stay in faith. Let's not wish we could go back to Egypt. Blah, blah, blah. So, um, we're, so we've believed we're in that time, but then the Red Sea keeps not, it keeps not parting. Trump just got indicted again, right? 
Well, as I read that story again, which you might want to do, because it's amazing how you can read it, and then each time you get something different than you got the time before. But this is the thing. It was prolonged so that God's glory could be multiplied. And, and by the time it was time for the Israelites to leave, the Egyptians were so ready for them to leave that they were throwing their gold and silver at them. We do want to get to that place. We do want to get to where the Egyptians are throwing their gold and silver at us. So I know this is taking longer than you want. It's taking longer than I want. I'm with you on that. But at the same time, I want you to be able to stay in faith that we've seen this before. We can learn from our history. We can see that when the Israelites were going to be led out of Egypt, when God said it was going to happen to the time that it actually happened, it was prolonged. And can you imagine being living during that time where Moses is saying, this is what God said is going to happen. And then it's just like plague after plague after plague, difficulty after difficulty, because the Israelites were having to see that too and deal with that too. I mean, their, their river was filled with blood too. Like it was rough. I'm sure they were like, when are we leaving? When are we going to that promised land you mentioned? Why is it taking so long? And also, by the way, I want to point out the fact that those magicians were also able to produce miraculous signs. So just a reminder, there truly is power in the dark realm, coming from the dark realm. Satan really does have power, and uh, it really is on display. And be careful and be discerning about who you listen to, who you trust, uh, just because a miracle is performed does not mean it's of God. Test the Spirit. Is Jesus Lord? Always be testing, especially the closer we get to Jesus' return. We know that the deceptive spirits will increase, and we have to be wise and discerning. We have to be gentle as a dove, wise as a serpent, right? So, um, So be wise and be discerning. Don't assume that because there's something supernatural, it's from God. Satan has a whole bunch of power that God gave him. He does. He's got a lot of power. I've seen, I've seen some satanic power. In fact, a lot of people who are leading and ruling and reigning in all kinds of uh, different spheres have gotten their power from Satan. They have. That's why they're so evil. They've sold their soul. In exchange for their soul, they got a bunch of power, a bunch of money. So, There really is power on the dark side, but we see that ultimately the light wins. But man, it was prolonged before the Red Sea parted, before they were able to leave Egypt. It was prolonged so that God's glory would be multiplied. Pray for Trump. Uh, In my dream, I definitely felt like we've got to pray for Trump. I don't really care if you like him or not. I'm not asking you if you like him. I'm telling you to pray for him. Pray for him. Um, pray for his protection, pray for our country. There was a a bio lab you've probably heard about. It's been all over the place. About 3,000 different people have texted it to me from texted or emailed it from all over the country. Uh, It was 15 minutes from my house, that bio lab, where there were 20 different kinds of diseases already formed and ready to release into the public. It was a Chinese operation. Right. So um, we need to pray. 
We need to pray. And you know, the reason that God ultimately sent Moses to deliver the Israelites was because the prayers and the cries of the people had reached his ears. We cannot just wait for deliverance. We need to ask for it. Ask for it. Pray. Use your authority. Pray. Ask. Seek God for deliverance, for justice, for protection. All right. That's all I have. That's all I wanted to say. God bless you and know that you are loved. Such a great message. She's such a great woman. All right. So this is pretty cool. If y'all remember, I opened up the show last week uh, with toads that were covering the highway in Stockton, Utah. This was from July the 24th, 2023. I wanted to replay it again. Check this out. At first, I thought, I'm just tired. Like, there's no way. On the way home, the driver suddenly came to a stop in the middle of unusual traffic. I noticed that the road itself was moving. The two-lane road had turned into an intersection. As I looked and I kind of focused on it, I realized that these were frogs or toads that were crossing the road. There were tons. We weren't talking like 10 toads. We're talking like thousands of toads crossing the road. Mary Hewlett was totally blown away. And I'm like, is this like Toadmageddon? What in the world is going on here? The word biblical came to mind. (laughs) Biologists say video witnesses captured is absolutely riveting. It's completely natural, uh, but I would definitely say that was a pretty spectacular event. We're probably talking hundreds of thousands of toads. They believe the banner water year and recent thunderstorms led to the exodus. These juvenile toads decided it was a good time to leave their area and uh, out-migrate into some of the surrounding hills. Unfortunately, not every toad successfully crossed the road. been quite a few that had been uh, hit by cars or whatnot, but that entire swath was about a mile and a quarter long. There was a lot of dragonflies there, so I thought those were dragonfly guts that we were driving on. Some witnesses just hated to see so many toads croak. That was a really hard thing to see. Emotions they'd never expected to feel on a late evening commute. I have never seen anything that looked like tens of thousands of frogs. Wow, that is so cool. I mean, that is so cool. God is speaking right now. Nature is speaking because God is speaking and they're just listening and responding in Jesus' name. All right, so I want to shift gears a little bit uh, because I felt like this was kind of another area that God really wanted to highlight because two different prophetic voices in one day actually said it. And I was like, all right, Lord. Um, I'm listening, and I want to to share this message with the Flyover family. If you go to thepropheticreport.com, you can find my show there, but when you scroll down, you're going to be able to find the written words. And so there's two written words that I want to talk about today. The first one is from Nate Johnston from July the 30th, 2023, and this was on his Facebook page. And it said, I was visited by an angel of the Lord last night in my sleep who kept strumming a harp over me and and saying, David, awake. A few weeks ago at her voice movement, God awoke me in the song. In the song, I had been hiding for years. The song I was avoiding singing because of disappointment and stifling attached to an old season. I was a worshiper and pastor for years before I stepped into my jacket to prophesy. 
I had released some prophetic worship tracks years ago, but was still fighting stepping into it fully. I found it easier just to prophesy. But this was an ambush moment, and two generals said to me, You are avoiding who you are. You are a psalmist and prophet. It was humbling and sobering to say at least, I have been avoiding it for many reasons. Now you are probably thinking what this is very personal. You are probably thinking that this is a very personal thing to share here, but I felt that my encounter last night was not just for me, like many of my dreams and encounters are. I feel the wrestle today. I'm always talking about risky faith steps and wearing your weighty part of your jacket, but I'm having to do the same, whatever that looks like. Here's my point. There's been a massive empty space in the body of Christ. I saw it in the spirit. Where where are the worshipers and psalmists who don't just sing, but take the church into realms of heaven? Where did they go? When did we just settle for entertainers? David's awake. There are many Davids around the world already, but I believe this angelic visitation represented a clarion call for the Davidic worshipers who have been in hiding to pick up their harp again. We can't keep wrestling this. When Saul was demonized, David played and the evil spirit left. We aren't called to play songs, but to shift atmospheres and usher in heaven and roll out the red carpet for the King of Glory. In March of the year King Clement, Kim Clement uh, passed, I heard the Lord say, where are the Kim Clements uh, of the earth, not knowing what was about to transpire? We don't need more worshipers exactly, but governmental unlockers, Isaiah twenty two twenty two in regions and cities. Berserkers at the front of the battle, who will break the way open? Micah 2.13. So if this is you, and you are either fighting or hiding part of your calling, this is a sobering reminder to step into it and stop being disobedient. Yes, I'm talking to myself here. You can't keep avoiding and diverting who you are into a role that only reveals part of the call on your life. I hope this super real processing moment helps some of you out there, but the full you, no matter how it comes across initially, be the full you, no matter how it comes across initially, David's awake. Okay. So calling out psalmists, people in worship that are called to bring people into the throne room of the heavenly father, psalmists, people that can break things off of other people. So this came, that came out on July the 30th, one day later, July the 31st, 2023, Charlie Champ said, God is raising up Prince Psalmus to set the captives free from greed. In a dream, I was taken into a large worship gathering. In that dream, I saw the most unusual people leading worship, but the power of God was so present upon their lives. With every song, the Spirit of God seemed to get more intense, and the glory of the Lord was coming into Coming was coming in waves upon the congregation. While the presence of the Lord was invading, there were some sitting in the crowd who were highly offended. I saw them sitting in their seats far from the front, rejecting the songs simply because they judged the outward appearance of the worship team. With each passing moment, I could see their hearts becoming more hard and angry by how God was moving. 
I looked to the altar to see the Holy Spirit ministering to many in a very powerful way. There were waves of deliverance taking place and people were throwing things upon the altar. I was so shocked to see many were throwing bags of money, which brought rage upon the ones sitting afar off. I turned to look, and standing beside me was an angel. He spoke to me these words, The Lord is raising up new prophetic psalmists in the earth. They are the Lord's prince psalmists. They will cause the people to lay at the altar whatever has been holding them captive. They will freely lay it on the altar to the Lord in exchange for His glory. The angel again looked at me and said, For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some converted coveted after they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. In America, the people will lay down their greed at the altar in exchange for the glory of the Lord. They will lay down their love for money in exchange for loving him. They will offer everything willingly on the altar in the day of his power to see the great harvest come in. They will lay down their lives and not be afraid to die. He will give it all. They will give it all to him. I just felt like as I was reading that, that I should pray. I think there's some of you that are hearing this that are psalmists, people that have laid that down, people that maybe have never even picked up that gift, but God's saying, I've given it to you and it's time for you to use it. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for every person that is listening right now. God, that there is uh, giftings and talents and destinies that you've put in us. And God, um, like the story of the person with the talents, don't let us bury our talent, God, but let us use our talents. And, uh, and use them the most to our ability, to the best that we can. And so, God, I just call out the David anointing in the people to uh, be psalmist of the day, to come out in Jesus' name and share the gifts and talents that you've given them in their writing, in their singing, um, in their spiritual singing, that, God, that they are going to break things off of people uh, that they have been in chains in for years, but, God, through singing, it will be prophetically broken. And, God, we are so thankful for that and just pray for boldness and courage as you are calling them out. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. All right. This week, we have a huge interview, and I'm so excited about it. Uh, We actually had the opportunity to interview uh, Robin Bullock, and he came on this week. It actually is being released tomorrow. It took us a while to put it together. We wanted a commercial as well as several clips that are going to come from this because it was so powerful. It went on for almost two hours. Check out this commercial. Coming a time very soon in the earth when there'll be two Bibles written. He said, an AI will now become the prophet of the church. Why is a communist nation who's supposed to be atheist rewriting a Bible? In the Chinese rewrite, Jesus stones her to death. They brought the seed of the serpent into this earth in COVID. What we're doing as prophets now is stretching ourselves on a generation that's dead. A whole dead generation of young people and give them an identity and a purpose and raise them back from the dead. You're the prophet of your own life. And so what you speak, you'll gravitate toward. Where you are to live is in your tomorrow. You live in your destiny and you live according to your destiny.
Wow. So you're going to be able to watch that live on Rumble. Uh, you can, that'll be tomorrow night, Thursday night, or you can go to the flyover app. Uh, com. When you go there, uh, you can watch it from there as well. It'll be under the Flyover Conservatives show. Flyover Conservatives show. You can watch it there on the Flyover app. It is powerful. It's absolutely amazing. And I cannot wait for you all to see it. That comes out Thursday of this week on the Flyover app. Go to fl- the flyoveropp.com. All right. So what do we do now? What is God calling us to do? First of all, we are supposed to be praying, 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 praying. If God's calling you to fast, then pray and fast during this time. But praying, pray in tongues. When you don't know what to pray, pray in tongues because God knows exactly what needs to happen. And we are partnering with him during this time. Next thing is worshiping worshiping and celebrating what the Lord is doing in the earth right now. And finally, declaring and decreeing what you do want. And a a portion of that interview with Robin, he talked about what we should be declaring and decreeing. This is very powerful. Check this out. And there's a persecution against the prophets because we're the prophets of this book and they're going to be the prophets of theirs Mm -hmm. and they can't have competition. What we have to do as believers is stand up and begin to take St. John 1 right now and start reading verses 1 through 14. And if you don't know anything else to do, just say, in the name of Jesus, I'm speaking these words into the void. And I'm going to close the void. I'm speaking light into the void. And I'm calling for the time it stole in Obama's presidency. I'm calling for the time to be returned. They need to start doing that. I know people say, well, I don't know how that can work. You don't have to know how it can work. All you got to do is know that it will work. But if you don't speak and we don't talk, remember what Jesus said, who do you say Mm -hmm. I am? What are you going to say? And this whole verse one through 14 is about him becoming who he is telling who he is. He was the word. He became flesh. He's the light. And you're speaking it into this darkness right now. That is exactly what we're going to do right now. We're going to speak the light into the darkness right now with John 1, 1 through 14. It's something that we are doing as a family, declaring and decreeing, and I'm inviting you to do that with us during this time. This is what uh, the prophet is saying that we need to be doing and how we're partnering with heaven to bring the light into the earth right now and to change what we're seeing going on. And we're going to do this from the New King James Version. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness, to bear witness of the light, that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but he was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, with which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. 
he came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and he and we beheld his glory, and the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we declare into the void your light. In Jesus' name, you are the one that can turn this around. And God, we look to you. We look to you as our Savior. No man is our Savior. No government is our Savior. The military is not our Savior. This country is not our Savior. You are our Savior, and we look to you. And we know that you have plans to prosper us and not to harm us, that you have a future for us. And God, we partner with that. We listen to the words that have been spoken by the prophets and we come into agreement with those words in Jesus' name. We come into agreement. We stand in the gap. We pray for President Trump. We declare your word. We believe you in this time. Even when it looks scary, we do not fear in Jesus' name. And God, we love you. We say yes and amen to your plans. Anybody whose whose body is out of alignment, we call it into alignment right now in Jesus' name. If you have any kind of illness in your body, we say leave right now in Jesus' name. And we declare complete health over your body. And God, we just ask that you would be that you'd make us strong during this time, strong physically, strong emotionally, st- strong and spiritually in every way, God, that we are strong that we are set apart, that we um, look to you as our righteousness, that we receive that, that we cover our homes with your blood, with your righteousness, and we hide ourselves within you. And God, we just love you. We worship you. We give you all the praise and all the glory for everything that's happening. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Now let's do Psalm 91 together. This is the declaration over our families, over our homes. This is a promise from Psalms 91. And we're going to do it in the Passion Translation because it's so fun to read and it makes it so uh, understandable for today. So let's read it from the Passion Translation, Psalms 91. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He is the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy, and he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster, when thousands of thousands being killed, you remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. 
How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For there, for here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. Hallelujah, we receive it. As I was reading through this, it made me think of a couple of shows that we've done this week, and I just want to highlight them again on the Flyover app. A show that came out last night was with Clay Clark, and we were talking about the battle of the prophets. It's Yuval Noah Harari against um, the prophets like Robin Bullock, and we shared several different prophetic words as different things that Yuval Noah Harari is talking about, um, and he is definitely a false prophet. It's very powerful. I highly recommend it. You can go to the Flyover app, and you can see it there. Another one that I thought of that's going to be coming out this week was actually with Dr. Stella Emanuel. I highly recommend watching that show as well. She's talking about what's to come, but she's also talking about how do we armor ourselves as the body of Christ, and that you can find that on the Flyover app as well. One other thing that I thought of is um, tonight we're going to be doing a question-answer time with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. This is a way that you can actually ask your questions to him about what's going on in the economy, um, what's the significance of gold and silver, is it really important, or any question that you could possibly have, you can ask that tonight. It's going to be live at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. You can even write your questions at the end of this show. It's going to be coming up as a live show later tonight. You can even put your questions there, um, and we'll go through those uh, tonight for the show. So any questions that you have on in the economy and what's going on um, as far as silver and gold are concerned. Um, uh, obviously, Dr. Kirk has um, has a PhD in that, but he also has a PhD in theology. And so he's coming from both sides of that. And so um, it's uh, you can go to flyovergold.com for a free consultation. But tonight, you can actually ask questions to Dr. Kirk, and it's a live show that we're going to be doing tonight at 7 p.m. Central. All right, let's go ahead and get our shofars. We're going to blow these together. Um, again, we talked about Gideon today. Uh, that was actually talked about by Tim Sheets. Uh, Gideon, they use their shofars. They also use shofars when they went around the walls of Jericho. When they did that, they blew their shofars. They yelled, and the walls came tumbling down. And I believe that when we blow our shofars, that and the angels are going out and working on our behalf, that these uh, platforms of the enemy, they're coming down, that the angels are shredding them, and we're doing this together. Together when we blow our shofars and we yell. Are you ready? In the count of three, we're going to do it. One, two, three. Woo! Go host, make toast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I bless you. I bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. I bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. And I bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you back here next week. 
we still don't see the bigger picture because the rabbit hole goes too deep. What's changed in your view of the beginning as you've, you've gone down this rabbit hole? Chronologically speaking, Genesis 1-1 is not the first verse in the Bible. There was a world that once existed before Adam. Based upon what the scriptures say, the earth was underwater in Genesis 1-2. It says that Noah and his family boarded the ark because the flood waters were encroaching upon the earth. The official mainstream history, I'm not absolutely sure how much we can actually believe. We all know we're being lied to. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me. Decided to use our platform of the Flyover Conservative podcast and create a new show called Conspiracy Conversations. Every Saturday morning, we get together with some of the brightest minds in the world that have spent thousands of hours on a topic, churning through the research, looking at things they've traveled, they've been to the locations, they're looking for the truth because they're as curious as you and I are about what's true. What is really true about our past, where we came from, where we are, and where we're going? We don't bring on guests to iron out their wrinkles and find out the things that we disagree on. No more than I go to the grocery store and, and, and try to put everything in the whole store in my cart. I just try to walk out with better ideas than I had when I walked in. If you got something inside you that's like, what about that? I don't even know if I agree, but I would like to hear them out. If you have an open mind and a curious heart, we've got a show for you every Saturday morning at 8 o'clock, conspiracyconversations.com. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.